April 10th, 2022, we're continuing in Nefesh HaChaim on Sha'ar Dalid, Perik Lamed Aleph. It begins, Bihaim Valajun, Mizeha Ta'am Gamkin, following what he said in the last chapter in Perik Lamed, that Torah, he described this at the very end, but to a certain extent he's been developing and describing this throughout several Perakim. Torah emanates, Torah descends from the highest of Ulamot, Ulam HaMalbush is the way he's described it and touched upon it. He says, from the fact that if we're able to in some way conceptualize Torah as emanating from above and beyond, well, of course, he told us in the last Perik that it therefore encapsulates Shemirat HaMisvot. He says, He says, in turn, Torah is not only encapsulating mitzvot, but it has a way of rectifying, of fixing Averot as well, of bringing forth Kapara for the Nefesh HaChotet. In other words, the understanding being, if this is what comes from above all, so then in turn, it has a way of, A, encapsulating, taking the form of all, and furthermore, and along the same lines, if matters have gone wrong, it's the way that it'll fix them. And what he will now do over the course of what, three or so pages here, from page 7 to 85 and onward, he'll describe uh, several and bring forth several proofs along these lines that Torah is A, kapara, B, Torah is a method and way to Teshuvah, and see that uh, Torah has this ability to change, and maybe it's really one and two as well, change the perspective of a person who has been or will be or is in the throes of sinning. My dichtiv, he cites a, cites a, a gemara at the end of Masech Menachot, my dichtiv zot ha-Torah la'olam la'mincha v'la'chatat. The Torah says, zot ha-Torah. So of course the understanding is these are the teachings of, these are the instructions of, this is the Torah. The interpretation and conclusion in the Gemara. A person who's involved in Torah. And over here in this Gemara, it's not per se in Torah of the Avodah, Torah of Ola Shilamim Asham. Rather, Torah, that person transcends, is not in any necessity or need of. The Korbanot. Beautiful. So, yeah, little do you know, we're gonna have, you're gonna be beaten on that, Musa. He's got about thirty other sources, but you're along the same lines. Yes, yeah, says Musa. There are several other derashot devarim and devarim According to one interpretation of the Hachamim, veshuvu el Hashem to be shav el Hashem means you took Torah with you. Vechenu b'tanhuma parasha sav b'shmot rabba. Listen carefully, Musa. Sound familiar? You would almost think you had a text in front of you. I'm laughing. We don't have the money for korbanot. All I want are words, or utterances. And so there it is. You beat him to it, but you know, in truth, he beat you to it. All right, another derasha of the Hachadim, the Torah has a way and is the method for kapara. The Midrash Tanhuma has that the Aaron, which holds 
the Torah holds the Luchot, in turn holds and has a way of carrying the Avonot, the iniquities, the wrongdoings of Am Yisrael. But Tanad Ve'eliyahu said that Eliyahu Rabbah Pereke, Adam she'avar averot habev kantu alav mita, ve'chazal ve'asat teshuba, ve'kore Torah nevi'im k'tuvim, ve'shana mishnah midrash alachot v'agadot, ve'shemesh hachamim, afilu nigziru alav me'agezerot. Ha'kadosh baruchum ma'aviran mimenu. Tanad Ve'eliyahu has the statement, even if a person has decreed upon a mita, this sounds as if it's describing mitabideshamayim, gezerot from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, in his hands with a capital H. Well, in that circumstance, if the person is involved in the proper, proper approach and path to Torah, uh, and, and fully fully explained Torah Nevi'im Ketubim Shana Mishnah Midrash Halakot Agadot Es Torah Shba'alpeh Shemesh Hachamim means you know how to understand in the appropriate fashion in such a circumstance Afilu Nigziru Alav Me'a Gezerot even if there's a hundred Gezerot a hundred decrees from heaven against you you'll be able to ascend be able to avoid them the truth is there is a debate it starts in Minhat Chinuch in Siman Shin Samech Mitzvah and Maran Hachida weighed, on, weighed in on this in his book, Kiseh David, in, the, in his Derashot, I think Derashatet, and other places as well. The question is, Harambam, for example, basing himself in the Gemara at the end of Masechet Yomah, describes in Perek Alaf Halachat Dalet of Ilchot Teshubah, that there are Arba'ah Hiluke Kapara, which means to say if a person has decreed, now this is referring to Betin Shelmata, a person did a sin, for which is Hayav Mita, for example, or any of the other uh, ways in which you'd be punished in a severe fashion, Karet and uh, Malkot and so on and so forth, there are ways of achieving Kapara. Now, certainly, part of what you're going to, going to have to undergo in this world is Mitat Betin. I mean, if that's the decree, that's the way to do it. But the Harambam, basing himself again on that Gemara, describes that in order to achieve Kapara, you need to undergo a lot. You're not just doing X, you're not just achieving Y. Why? You have to undergo Yisurin, Yom Kippur, and so on and so forth. That's the Arba'at Hiluke Kapara. How is it? What is it that we refer to when we describe Torah as being Mechaperet Al Hakol? The question is if there's a method and way to avoid all the suffering which achieves kapara. So again, Minhat Chinuch is uncertain about whether what's called Teshubah Me'ahava has the opportunity to transcend. You see, what's the Gemara Masechet Yoman Daf Pevav records records the opinion of Resh Lakish. Resh Lakish says there are two types of Teshubah. There's what's called Teshubah Mi'ira'ah, call it Teshubah from awe or fear, and there's Teshubah Me'ahava, from love, and from adoration of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. He doesn't define exactly what each one is, but let's focus specifically on the second one, Teshubah Me'ahava, this enigmatic, mysterious, loving Teshubah. In such a circumstance as Resh Lakish, Zedonot, Na'asot, or Na'asim Zechuyot, those wrong deeds that you performed, now, through Teshubah Me'ahava, become like mitzvot, which is mind-blowing. It means he did something absolutely wrong and now gets transformed through Teshubah Me'ahava. Well, on that, says Minhat Chinuch, questions Maran Hachida. In that circumstance, if you did Teshubah Me'ahava, which we'll have to define accordingly in a moment, does that have a way of avoiding, of uh, transcending the Arba'at Chiluke Kapara? If you understand it, it goes as follows. I need these ways to wipe out the sin because I have the sin on my slate. But if I did Teshubah Me'ahava, the sin is no longer a sin. The sin now is a Zechut. The sin now is a Mitzvah. Perhaps if I take it literally, Resh Lakish's statement, 
statement that zechuyot na'asot, excuse me, avonot na'asot zechuyot, well, in such a circumstance, I don't need to undergo the arba'at chiluke kapara. This is a discussion, it's a debate. Maran HaChida, again, in his book, Kiseh David, sets forth, Teshubah Me'ahava has a way of transcending. Teshubah Me'ahava, take it quite literally, has a way of avoiding all those physical tortures and sufferings. Nefesh uh, HaChayim, interestingly, and now you'll understand how it very much links into what we're going to say. Nefesh HaChayim here, in the later lines of this Perek, will describe Teshubah Me'ahava as being embodied through Talmud Torah, which means to say, if you looking for the method through which you love in your Teshubah. Your Teshubah is one which is inspired by love Vakadosh Baruch Hu. It's to be done through Torah, which now, back to this Tanah Develiyah, you now understand the Me'ah Gezerot, Nigzerah Alav Mitah, but I thought you need, I thought you're in need of in this circumstance. Arba'at Chiluke Kapara, the answer is, but if you're doing it by the means of Torah, and we'll have to discuss why Torah has that way of avoiding, but if you're doing it through Torah, then you don't need the Arba'at Chiluke Kapara. You're not in any necessity and no need of the torturing and suffering which will set you on the right path. Just one second, doctor. If you, before, just one second. Before we go onward, just to give you the vision and the vantage point which will hopefully lead us through the rest of the Perek, it goes as follows. Instead of envisioning, as many people wrongfully do, the torturing and the suffering as the way in which kapara is achieved because the torturing took the place of my sin. It's an eye for an eye type of circumstance. That's not what it is. Instead, it's to be understood, as Meiri points out, as others point out, this is what sets me on the path to Teshubah. So sometimes I sinned and I need to be slapped in order to turn my face and realize the right direction. That's sometimes. Alternatively, if I did it through love, if I, self-inspired, found the appropriate approach to this matter and was able to have the proper perspective, and that came, comes through Teshubah Me'ahava, that's through Torah, in such a circumstance, I don't need the Arba'at Chiluke Kapara, in that circumstance, I directly, um, I don't need to be pushed onto the right path, I put myself on that path through Torah, yes, uh, doctor. Is it, no, when you say that is the Banim, you're saying, uh, he's saying the Torah, that's his words, right? He's that's the words of the Midrash. That's the words of the Midrash. I mean, so certainly there are other opinions, both in Gemara and in Midrash. This Midrash says, and Devarim Ela Divrei Torah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I just wanted to add, even, even in this world, if he was Nizar, Mitah, in this world, also the Torah is the same as the Torah. That's what I'm talking about. That's yeah. what I, that was yeah, the discussion. That's how he wanted to kill him. He went to the Torah, and then before he went to the Banzas, he went to Yeah. Then how come he's nervous? Then how come he's nervous at the beginning of Parashat Vayishlach? Because of the Kibudavayim. Sacrificed all the korbanot of the world in front of Hakadosh Baruch Hu. and not only that, So it's not only our midrashim; it's a zohar. It's several zohar statements in which Hakadosh Baruch Hu brings forth kapara through Talmud Torah metakinin lekama kursin leAlma deateh. He has several chairs prepared for him 
in the world to come. Vigam al otan ha'avonot ha'hamurin she'en ha'korbanot mechaperim. There it is. The many and the several wrong, uh, wrong deeds in which korbanot will not give kapara. Etzek katora mechaperet. Kemosha amru rabotenu zichronam libracha gemara masechet. Rosh Hashanah, Dafiot Chaita Mud Aleph, it's referring to Bene Eli, Bene Eli Hofni and Pinehas, of course, it was decreed upon them that they and their descendants will live short lives. The Gemara questions two of the Emoraim seem to have lived a little bit longer. How could you live longer? How could the Tawil family who claim that they're Me'ili HaKohen, how can they live long lives? They're supposed to die very young. How's that possible? The Gemara has a derasha. Pasuk says they won't get kapara from Zevach and Mincha from slaughtering, from sacrifices. Aval mitkaberhu bedivre Torah, but from Torah you're able to achieve kaparats. For that reason, I imagine the Tawils who imagine their lives as being Tawil tall. Am I right about Tawil? Means tall in Arabic, right? Uh, they say we'll get it through Torah. The Gemara says as well. If Chaim leaves it out there, and Moshana Dafiot Chet Maasim Tobim as well. But at the very least. All right. And the point is, they're looking for a long life. And they say, you want to know how I have long life? I'm learning Torah. I'm doing ma'asim tobim. The statement, again, being even though you have decreed against your short life, uh, nonetheless, Torah will be able to help you with it. In the Gemara, at the very beginning, it's greater to study Torah than to sacrifice korbanot. The statement in Zohar again is Torah has a way of being greater than all the korbanot. So it's not only that it can bring forth kapara in place of korbanot, it's that its status, its stature is envisioned as being greater as well. Parashat Kedoshim, Pe'amud Bet, Vezev Hava Mit Kaperu Torah. That's the statement of the Gemara and Roshanan Dafiot Chet. It's in Zohar as well. But the Zohar continues, Am I, why is it that Torah has a way of overcoming the decree of Mitah? Begin the Divre Torah, Salkin al Kol Korbenin de Alma, Kema de Ukmuha, Dechtiv Zota Torah, Laulala Min Havla Hatat. Now we combine the Midrashim we saw earlier in this uh, words of the Zohar. On the one hand, B'nai Eli can achieve a longer life through Torah. What's the idea? The idea is that Torah has a way of bringing forth kapara. Zota Torah as we began. Zota Torah pause. If you want to bring forth kapara, it's through Torah. The Torah is scaled against or on par with all the other korbanot, olam, minha, shelamim, asham, and Torah on the other side. Amar le hachehu vaday de kol man di ishtadel beoraita afagav de itgezar ale onsham le'ila. It is indeed so. Even if a person has decreed against him from uh, from le'ila, uh, that means from above, on asham means of course punishment. Ni halem kol korbenin va'alavan. The Torah has a way of being being more pleasant and easier for the person than any of the korbanot. Vahu onsha itkera and by so doing his punishment. Is, is, is torn up. A person only re- is, uh, achieves that, uh, that uh, purity for the world to come and this world. This statement is, Pasuk says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu has Kedusha 
And in turn, we know the Torah, as we've mentioned on many occasions, in the eyes of the Kubalim is Shemot of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which means that the Torah has that status and stature of essence of Kedusha, Tanei Kedusha Deoraita, Kedusha Deslikat, Al Kol Kedushin, it's the highest of all sanctities. Ummi Midrash Ne'ilam, again, if you're getting the idea, that's many and many and many Midrashim, all teaching the same point. If you'll just look a bit lower, take a, take a, skip this paragraph for a second. Why is it the pasuk in b'midbar kin halim nitayu ka'aholim nata adonai? The pasuk has nehalim, which are rivers next to uh, tents. Say the hachamim, the tents is a reference to tents of Torah. The river, of course, is a river of sanctity, a river of purity. The idea of envisioning Torah as achieving for us that purity is the way in which the Torah wants us to understand its words. Uh, the mashal, it's another midrash, it's a story that's, that, that is told, it's a circumstance where a person uh, demands that his slaves, that his bondsmen go and take utensils to the riverbank and fill them up with water. And he says, take each one of these utensils and fill them up with water. So they go down and they realize there are holes in the utensils. So each one of them is doing it. One yo-yo on the side says, why are we doing this? Ultimately speaking, we're not bringing back any water. So they come back and each one of them brings their utensils back to the person who commands, to the master, to the uh, owner of these slaves or whatever, the king. And he turns to the one who hasn't done so and he says, what happened over here? He says, when it comes down to it, there was no water which was being retained. Why would I do this? What would be the purpose of this? It's a silly one. You don't understand the idea of putting water through utensils not only so that the water is retained in the utensil it's not the only reason we run water through it we run water under the sink faucet for a different reason in order to cleanse it in order to bring forth a purity within it the idea being that Torah even if we don't remember it even if Torah is not something which is on my tongue based on what I learned and based on what I now have set aside and been able to put into a compartment in my brain nonetheless the Torah has a way of changing my perspective of purifying myself that's these statements more than anything. Torah has a way, and Torah is the embodiment of the achievement in this world of Kedusha and Tahara because it changes perspective. You're reading the words of God. You're envisioning a world through those prisms. That's an altogether different experience, whether it's on your conscious mind or subconscious. He continues on 789 in the second paragraph. This is what I was telling you about earlier. And that's what I was telling you earlier. It's a big chidush. It's a statement that he has over here. Many people are medayek this from the words of Ramban Nachmani at the end of Sefer Devarim. But the statement is, I'll tell you Ramban in just a second. The statement is, Teshubah Me'ahava, which we talked about earlier, mysterious. How do you do Teshubah Me'ahava? It's through Torah. How does he know? He quotes a Mishnah at the end of Masechet Avot, and it says, Ohevet HaMakom, a person who studies Torah, he's Ohevet HaMakom. Love is achieved through Torah, which makes a lot of sense. The more you know about another being, the more you're able to appreciate and love them. That's Torah. And this is a favorite of mine. It's the Beracha and the Amidah. Hashivenu avinu l'toratecha v'karavenu malkem l'avodatecha v'hahazirenu b'tshuva shem alafanecha. And the end, haroseh b'tshuva. One second, it's Teshuva or it's Torah. You begin with Hashivenu avinu. You should say, to you. Instead it says, L'toratecha, which means to say that Teshubah of Ahava, Teshubah at its highest level, at its greatest depth, is through Torah. Again, the understanding being, I can change my actions 
But that might be that I revert back to the same action in a year, in a month, in a moment, in a day from now. If I've changed my perspective, if I see the world differently, if I understand our relationship differently, now that's a true and enduring change. That circumstance through Torah has set forth an altogether different reality. That's Teshuvah Me'ahava. Teshuvah Me'ira means, well, I've changed something, I've tweaked something, my actions are different, my understanding is a bit changed, but Teshuvah Me'ahava, if envisioned as such, through Torah, it means I'm an altogether different understanding of this world. As a result, it's zedonot, na'asot, kizchuyot. Doesn't even change it as if it was accidental. It means what I did in the past now should be seen as something positive. I see the world differently. When a person says, is distanced from Torah, he in turn is distanced from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the flip side, anyone who's closer to Torah, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is closer to him. Of course, Teshuvah means the turning, the turning to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's going to be done through Torah. Ki al peshaim Right? On all wrongdoings, generally speaking, we say love has a way of repairing all wrongdoings. I harmed you, but you know I love you. That has a way of repairing it. His word, his, his careful change over here is If you're looking to rectify, to change, to repair your relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, it's one in which I didn't just change my action, but now I've achieved love. How are you achieving love? I'm now understanding the world. Turn, of course, to the words of Hanam Bam how do you understand? How do you know HaKadosh Baruch Hu? How do you achieve Ahavat Hashem? By understanding Him better. You can understand Him through this world. That's a prism of Torah. You can understand Him through the actual words of Torah. Harambam in Sefer HaMitzvot describes Ahavat Hashem as being achieved through understanding the world and understanding Ma'aseh Hashem in the world and in the Torah, in His writings as well. That's Ahavat Hashem. It's for a good reason that Ve'ahavta et Adonai Lo'echa segues into Vishinantam Levanecha V'debartabam, which is our understanding of Talmud Torah. Ahavat Hashem is achieved through Torah and Teshubah in turn, Me'ahava is through Torah as well. Ki al-kol peshem techaseh ahavat Torah kmo shkatu b'tanad ve'liyahu alzeh ha-pasuk chen amru ha-ma'or shebah ma'hazira le-mutav and that's an important statement that, that to a certain extent highlights and, and illustrates everything we've been sta- stating. Hamaor Sheba, the light of the Torah, has a way of Mahaziro Lamutab. It's the vision, it's the description I've been setting forth for you. To understand Teshubah properly, it means I'm not just doing differently, it means I'm seeing differently. To understand a repaired relationship means I'm not just mechanically acting the way I know I'm supposed to. It means I understand this altogether differently. How do you understand it altogether differently? If not, not through delving into the words of Torah, the words of Akadosh Baruch Hu, speaking to the person or over here, the being who you to whom you've you've wronged, who you've gone off their path. The truth is, in terms of envisioning and understanding Tishuban. I don't know that it's stated and, and talked about enough. I know in the, the yeshivot it's certainly repeated and repeated during Elul that Teshuvah is done through Torah and it's easy to be stated over there. I think in the, uh, the outside of the yeshiva world we talk about Teshuvah. The rabbis, the scholars talk about Teshuvah. They talk about right the wrong, do things that you did wrongly in the past and now do it right. They don't stress in my mind, but maybe I'm wrong, Musa, maybe you tell me that you, you're out there more than me, right? They don't talk about Torah enough because Torah is difficult. It's not easy. How am I? But that's the way to do it. If you want enduring change, it's through Torah. In the first
first source over here, I saw this in the book of Rabbi Rucham Olshin of uh, Lakewood Yeshiva, in his book Yerech, Yerech Ha'etanim, I think it's, it's called, it's on Rosh Hashanah and Chilik Bet, he cites from the book Hafetz Hayim Ala Torah. Hafetz Hayim, of course, Rabbi Yisrael Meir HaKohen of Radim. And this is a book which collects different Divrei Torah and stories about him. So it tells the following story. It says that one time the Hafetz Hayim was stopping in Vilna. He was stopping in Vilna, which of course was a place in Lithuania, in, in, in Europe, and uh, when he was there, he was in some motel, some inn, some hotel, and he was next door with a thin wall from the, to uh, Rabbi Yisrael Salanta. Rabbi Yisrael Salanta preceded Hafez Haim as a leader of Jewry. He was the father of the Musar movement. He's a well-known, so he wrote the book Or Yisrael. But he's known as the Musar king and master. When you think about Musar, as I was just mentioning, you generally speaking talk about better actions, chesed, understanding, how to be a good person, and so forth. And so the story is specifically interesting for me because we're dealing with Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. So Hafez Chaim says was staying the night and he was staying next door to the uh, Rabbi Yisrael Salanter. He wanted to understand what does Rabbi Yisrael Salanter do overnight. I'm just coming back from a trip in which I was next door to students. I'm a little scared that they were doing this to me. I heard them uh, toggling with the, uh, with the door in the middle of the night. As a matter of fact, I asked them in the morning. They said, but they didn't want me entering into their room. I said, I thought you were trying to get into my room. Anyway, there was the connecting doors. You know? Anyway, so uh, the, the statement is, uh, so the story goes as follows. So he wanted to know, so he puts his ears to the wall, and he's listening in the middle of the night. The story is told over here in the uh, first source. And uh, as he's doing so, he hears Rabbi Sol Salanter just repeating and repeating, and that's the old school way of doing things, both in Middle Eastern world, that's the way they did it, certainly in the, uh, in the Eastern Europe world, they would just repeat, and they would repeat until it became a part of you. The Musa movement was very much part of this. Rabbi David Eliyach, Anab HaShalom, used to tell me all the time, just get the students to repeat and to repeat. It's very hard to do today. People don't have that sort of patience, but to repeat and to repeat until it becomes a part of you. That's the idea of chanting. That's the idea of the songs we sing. The songs become a part of who we are because we just repeat those words. They just become part of our fabric. And Musa told me more than once the Tehillim in, in Damascus, the Bekata uh, Levana, the more you just said it and you just said it and you just said it, it just became a part of you. From Mishir Hashirim, Shagur Bifi, I could say it because I just said it. There's no limud to it every, every Friday night. Anyway, he says he he just heard him repeating the words Udila Yaliv Kitala Hayav. It's Mishnah at the end of the first chapter, Masechet Avot and Pirkei Avot. Udila Yaliv, a person who's not studying, Kitala Hayav. He's Hayav Mitan. As he kept repeating that and repeating that again, you think he's going to be talking about Musar, about Midot, he's talking about Torah. Udila Yaliv Kitala Hayav. He then explained it, Rabbi Sal Salanta, I guess, out loud to himself. He said, The truth is, the way you understand this is, uh, he says, how do you understand such a severe punishment for just not studying Torah? Tiretz, he said, the truth is that the halacha is, and it's a Talmud Yerushalmi, nefesh ha-hotet hi tamut, a soul who sins should be put to death. If you do one wrongdoing, you're supposed to be put to death. In the Midat din world, you'd be put to death. So why is it that HaGadosh Baruch Hu has mercy upon us? Because he gave us something called Teshubah. The only way to achieve Teshubah is through Torah. So the statement there again is one in which he understood. The person who's embodying, who's preaching and teaching Midot says the only way we're going to get this right is 
through Torah, is through a proper perspective. That's how you'll find your vantage point to this. I've said it more than once. I'll say it again. Source 2 and 3 and several other sources. Harambam, when he describes Teshubah, he describes Teshubah differently than most other mitzvot. Harambam in the introduction to Hilchot Teshubah, mitzvah ta'aseh ahat, vehu shi yashuvah hotem mecheton, I bolded it, lifne Hashem v'yitvadeh. What is Teshubah? That you repent, that you turn, lifne Hashem. What's with lifne Hashem? Lifne Hashem doesn't say to shake the lulav, the Torah says, Why is it that Harambam says specifically about Teshubah, Lifne Hashem? He writes it again in Perek Aleph, Alacha Aleph. The Yashuv Mecheto, person who's doing so, Hayav Litvadot, Lifne Ha'el Baruchu. You need to do it in front of God. What's with in front of God? You do all the mitzvot in front of God. We do everything in front of God. Mikol Hatotechem, Lifne Adonai, Titar. What's with the Lifne Hashem? Okay, over there you might say it's in the Mikdash, but we interpret it as the mitzvah of Teshubah in general. It's the same point. Teshubah if done properly, Teshubah if done in an enduring, impactful, real way means it's Lifnei Hashem. If you're just doing and you're not envisioning and changing your perspective and feeling His presence in your life, so then you're not changing all that much. You changed. You put a Band-Aid on. To have an enduring change, to have something which is effective, well, that's Torah. That's the perspective over here. Maharal, yes, Musa. No, we see it also Interesting, that's your derasha, there's a Zohar of that sort. Salahti Kidbarecha says Musa, Kidbarecha, the Devarim is Torah, and I like that. Beautiful. Okay, that's he just elevated the class to ten, 10 levels. Recording Zerashim Shon over here. Halevai. Anyways, we need to you need to share it with me a little bit more. Anyway, Maharal along these lines, along these lines, Maharal commenting on a Gemara that I think we mentioned last week, maybe two weeks ago. The Gemara at the end of the first Perik of Masechet Kiddushin and Dafmim, the Gemara talks about the Mahlok between Bitarfon and ultimately speaking of Biakiva and the Hachamim is Talmud Gadol or is Maaseg. Hard to understand exactly what the debate is about. Maybe our priorities, maybe the essence. But regardless, the Gemara says there's a debate. So one opinion of Bitarfon says Maase Gadol, and then Rabbi Akiva and the Hachamim disagree. Why? Because Talmud Mevili de Maase. Talmud is Gadol because it brings to Maase, which is hard to understand because it sounds as if the Talmud, which is bringing to Maase, is greater. And we discussed and debated that. Maharal says, I'll tell you how to understand the Talmud being greater. It says Maase has a way of changing our bodies. Maase. I've now purified myself through action. That's very important. He says, but Torah, he says, Talmud, Talmud is something that affects your mind. Talmud is something that affects your soul. That is the statement. Talmud gadol If your soul, if your mind is changed, is altered, well, now ma'aseh will follow as well. We start with the essence. If you're able to holistically change it, that's the one which is gadol. Rabbi Yitzchak Isaac Haver here in source number five. That's a great Talmud, Talmud, Talmud of of Gaon Mivilna in his, in his book Or Torah, which is a commentary on Ma'alota Torah, and says, Ikar Ainyan HaTeshubah, at the very beginning of his book, in Ota Aleph, Hu Al Yedeh HaTorah Ve'atam, Kimo Shamru, Barati Yeser Hara, Barati Lo Torah Tavlin, it's Gemara Masechet Kiddushin and Daflamet, similar Gemara Masechet Sukkah, we talked about this at the beginning of Sha'ar Aleph, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I created Yeser Hara, but I created a Tavlin, I created a, a way of remedying it, which means to say, take your Yeser Hara and change it. 
it, fix it, direct it appropriately. How so? Torah, that's the way to do it. The Toshuvah Me'ahava will come through Torah. He cites in this context as well, HaKadosh Baruch Hu with Kain, Vayomer Kain Gadol Avonim Min Neso, Kivyachol, Kain turns to God, not Kivyachol, and he says to him, Gadol Avonim Min Neso, my punishment, my wrongdoing is so great, I don't know how to carry the burden. HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds to him, Halo Im Tetib Se'et, if you do Tob Se'et, you'll be able to carry it. And the Chachamim say, Masich Brachon Davhe Amudalf, En Tob Ela Torah, if you're looking to remedy it, it's through Torah, but Kain doesn't have Torah. Okay, Torah means perspective. Torah means a godly perspective. It means a life of divine direction and prism, and that's what it's all about. He concludes our Torah with that pasuk as well, which we saw similarly in Efesh Ha'im, and he's reiterating it over here. If we understand Torah as the the essence of the embodiment of light, that's what gives me the perspective. Just one second. In Sefer HaMitzvot, Harambam famously talks about Avodah. The Avodah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not only through Tefillah as we generally envision it, but it's through Torah as well. I'm just reading you the bold. Means with korbanot. Today we'd say with tefillah, but furthermore, even though the Gemara and Ta'anit and Daf Bet talks about Harambam quotes two Midrashi Hachamim, which have Torah as being so. My father's rabbi, Rabbi Aaron Lichtenstein. Reflecting on this in a full article, full ma'amar that he wrote on this, and to serve him, that's Ulu'abdo, this is Talmud Torah, Zit Talmud Torah. He talks about, just take a look at the second paragraph over here, but all this takes place with the feeling of one who received the Torah standing before him who gave it. And, he, and this atmosphere, even when his attention is drawn away from it, does not leave the Talmud's consciousness. Torah should not only make the simple wise, but also restore the soul and gladden the heart. We study it out of the faith that the first goal even depends on the second. He says there are two goals in Talmud Torah. Talmud Torah is not just to make you smarter, more knowledgeable. Talmud Torah is to change who you are, change your perspective, turn you into a person who has an Avodat Hashem, not just a Yidiat Hashem. Yes, Musa? Hello, I'm Tetib Seyed. Vino Tetib Lapeta Hatash. It's a Gemara. Brings the Torah as a parasha. Beautiful. Very nice. It's a lot. Same point. The Tob is the Torah. Just concluding this thought and concluding this just lastly, we'll take a look at source number nine. That's the father in law of Rabbi Lichtenstein. This is Rabbi Salvechik. Rabbi Salvechik points out that the Birkota Torah, La Asok Bidivre Torah for Ashkenazim, Al Divre Torah for Sfaradim, both speak not about pure understanding and knowledge of Torah. We don't say Ashkenazim, Sotavis Vanu, Leda Torah. It's La Asok to be involved with. Al for Sfaradim, to just understand and knowledge of Torah. We don't say Ashkenazim, Sotavis Vanu, Leda Torah. It's La Asok to be involved with. Al for Sfaradim, to just on the entity of Torah. Take a look at the second paragraph. As a matter of fact, the intellectual genius cannot be creative unless he is emotionally involved. It says to understand Torah means not just to be tapped in in a cognitive fashion, but it's emotionally. It means this becomes part and parcel of who I am. It's the words we're using throughout. Ahava means my perspective is shifted, my understanding, my vision is changed and altered. It is the intuitive feeling which is the source of creativity. Creativity does not come from having a certain discipline at one's fingertips. 
fingertips. It does not simply come from accumulated knowledge. I've talked about this many times. A hidush in Torah, hidush in the world, does not just come, you read a lot of books, now you're mehadesh. It's not so. A person might understand a lot, might have a Google explanations at their fingertips, but they don't have a creativity unless they're invested. Invested comes from what we call ahava. To study Torah, to live a life of Torah means to be changed by the Torah, to in turn achieve Teshubah, to turn to Akadosh Baruch Hu means if done properly, a way in which I'm able to circumvent, to transcend any of the Hiduke Kapara which may have been necessary, the opportunity that is at our fingertips that we have as an accessible pathway is that of Torah Baruch Amen Amen.